0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
0: Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Tuesday, which means our dear friend Delana Dixon joins us. Hey, Miss D, are you there?
1: I am, and it's good to see you again or hear you again. We had such a nice time on Friday.
0: Oh, I loved it. We went out with our friends Alex, we had dinner, we gossiped. My favourite sort of nights. I love starting the nights off early, having a drinky poo with you, Misty, and then painting the town red. Although it was nice to be in bed by not too late, so that's also a good thing too, I guess. Okay, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea tea time. time. Big breaking story at the top of the show. The leads today of our show are about two dads. One is Taylor Swift's dad, and one is Travis Kelce's father. Let me explain. So Taylor Swift's father was accused of hitting, assaulting a photographer in Australia. Now her camp are fighting back about these accusations. So the statement comes. After reports emerged that Scott, that's Taylor's dad Scott, had been involved in an altercation with a photographer in Sydney in the early hours of the morning. Local police did confirm that a man had been accused, but they would not say if it was Scott Swift or not. They did mention that the man who was 71 years old, that's the same age as Scott, got involved in an incident with a 51-year-old photographer. Now, Taylor Swift... I'm not letting this story just go by. Often Taylor Swift's people don't respond to silly stuff, but this is very serious. And so they're saying that two individuals were aggressively pushing towards Taylor, grabbing her personal security and threatening a female member of staff. So that's when it appears Taylor's dad got involved. Now, I should say, I've been around the Taylor Swift movement family for a long time. The dad, the mom are very protective, but they're not aggressive people. They're very good people. They love their daughter. I can't imagine what it must be like having a daughter who is arguably the famous person, the most famous person in the world, Miss
1: Absolutely. And as you tell more of the story, we're going to see these are situations where dads are trying to protect their children. Now, I'm not saying that it's always the right way, but if someone is being putting you in a physical altercation or or feeling like your child is physically being threatened, I think every father would respond in such a manner.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so we also have a lot of witnesses. And so all this is going to be sorted out. Her security was there because it was Taylor Swift. There was a lot of other photographers. So there's going to be lots of video, lots of lots of photographs. The man who alleged, the photographer who alleged that he was assaulted, didn't have to go to hospital. He had no serious um, wounds. And so this is all going to come out. But I think Taylor Swift, it's getting more and more difficult for her to just go out with her friends and have a night out. I think she was on a boat. I think she was out in the harbour of Sydney. Why not? It's the most magnificent harbour in the mm-hmm. world. One of them by the, by the opera house, by the bridge. And so she was out in the harbour. It was the early hours. They were probably looking at the city by night and they got back to the dock. And suddenly there was a legion of photographers. Now, she understands Taylor. We've seen her in New York. She understands what it's like being famous. She understands that people are going to take a picture. But we've also seen, Miss D, some over-aggressive photographers. You were on a red carpet just a few nights ago. And I'm not saying there was anybody aggressive there, but you've seen how this works. You're around the photographers a lot. Explain what happens.
1: Yeah, so the photographers obviously are trying to do their job getting their picture. But when it comes to paparazzi photography, this is really, I don't want to say ambush photography, but it kind of feels that way. Mm -hmm. They're out there. They're trying to get pictures of them, you know, out and about in the streets, whether they seem to want to cooperate for the photos or not. And that's when it gets a little dangerous. Of course, we can always think of the worst case. With Princess Diana, which caused her her death. So um, that can be the case. And sometimes I understand you're trying to make your money, but I think that gets to their head and they feel entitled to Mm. get these pictures. And just like for us as journalists, we want our quotes, but we're not entitled to necessarily probe into corners that we shouldn't and that should be the same for photographers
0: yeah absolutely the Australian photographers paparazzi are notoriously aggressive like the British ones like the London ones too Mm. the second part of our story this morning is Ed Kelsey that's Travis Kelsey's dad he is calling Bethany Frankel a troll (laughs) for criticising his (laughs) son's relationship with Taylor Swift so Bethany out of nowhere she doesn't know Taylor Swift she doesn't know Travis but she does know how to keep herself in the spotlight she criticized Their relationship. Well, Ed, that's Travis's father, shared a story about Bethany double downing on her comments and he wrote, Who the F is this troll? People went crazy. I think this is so much naughty fun because not only does he obviously disagree with Bethany's views and really it's not even an opinion because she doesn't know them. But he also, too, hurts Bethany where it hurts the most, which is he has no idea who she is. Bethany needs to be famous. She loves to get attention. I fear that doing this story sort of helps Bethany, but I do think it is funny, Misty. Isn't that the ultimate insult? Like, who are you?
1: Yeah, but you also have to think of it as the ultimate compliment. So if Bethany Frankel takes time out of her busy schedule <laughs> to troll you when she has no business in your business, <laughs> then you know you've arrived. Okay? You've arrived. You've arrived. Bethany
0: Frankel,
1: she's trolling people. She just sitting there bored,
0: just thinking, what could I say to get myself some headlines? Absolutely. Remember, she went after Harry and Meghan, and now these two, oh. Bethany, 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 which brings us to our poll question of the day. It's all about the dads today. Travis Kelce's dad and Taylor Swift's dad are both in the headlines today. Travis's dad is claiming that Bethany's a troll for criticising his son's <laughs> relationship with Taylor Swift. And Taylor's dad is in the news today because of an alleged attack of a photographer. Our question is quite simple. Should dads get involved? Does it help? Mm. Should dads Get involved. Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Misty, what are you working on?
1: Well, one of the biggest things of the weekend was the Wendy Williams Mm. documentary. And there is now outrage among fans uh, as Lifetime Network's handling of her illness comes under fire. So we all watched it. It's just kind of shocking. To see the state that Wendy's in, and we've had some firsthand account Oof. of her kind of just not being herself. So she really isn't well, y'all, and she's being a taking advantage of," said one of her fans on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, she shouldn't be filmed in this state. She needs care from professionals. This is what her fans are saying. Now, those involved are actually defending the documentary, saying they had the necessary permissions from her management, her attorneys, her guardianship, and of course, Wendy herself. But after seeing the show how much permission could she really give? Mm. They also noted that they ha- they started filming with one idea, talking about this new podcast or moving to California, her new life. But once they saw the sad truth, they had to go in a different direction. Obviously, a lot came out about Wendy's drinking. Um, we all learned that she had frontal lobe dementia and some questionable accounts maybe from her family and also from her guardianship. So... Rob, you know Wendy. I've met Wendy. What do you think about all this? It's
0: heartbreaking. This documentary broke my heart. I watched all four and a half hours really, really upset, and I did feel as if she was being taken advantage of. Now, I will point out, legally... Lifetime is right. They did get permission from lawyers, attorneys. Lifetime is not some little operation. They don't do this stuff. They have really good lawyers. Lifetime is a massive company, and they will make sure, before even a photograph is put on air, they've got clearance. They wouldn't air five minutes of a song of music unless they got clearance. Mm -hmm. These people are really buttoned up. So I know legally uh, they are fine. My question is morally, was this the right thing to do? Now... We know that they're feeling some pressure because yesterday the executive producers of this documentary were all over TV defending it. And the one thing they did say that stuck with me, and I think this was such a takeaway, is that Wendy might have a guardian ship. However, she has very few people guarding her. Where was the guardian? They never met The Guardian for the whole time they were filming. They claimed that they never even got in contact with The Guardian. They reached out to The Guardian to talk about filming. The Guardian wouldn't return their calls, their emails... All the guardian stuff had to go through her manager will, and so will did have documentation that the guardianship knew this was happening, and so it wasn 't until things got really, really dangerously bad that it appears the guardianship stepped in and put Wendy in the facility where she is now. but I want to know what about that six, ten months before, maybe years before. Where were they when they were filming this? Shouldn't the Guardian have been in the house when she was going around town looking for liquor or vaping? Where was the Guardian? There was nobody there. So I think this opens a much bigger question about Guardian ships, conservatorships. We've talked about it with Britney Spears. But I think it also, too, opens a question about just because we can do it, should we do it? I don't think this documentary should ever have aired.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was extremely sad to watch. And and I think when you think about the guardianship, I think what was happening in their minds, and one of the reasons they didn't call or email, um, is because if they had, then they've actually opened the door to be kind of part of this Mm. documentary. Now I have an email, I can show it on the camera, I have a phone call, I can talk about it. So I think they thought By not saying anything, we keep ourselves out of it. But obviously, in this case, someone needed to be there even to say, you need to stop filming. Yes,
0: leave. Leave. The guardianship should have hired a professional publicist to sit in that room and say, leave. Not today. You're not filming today. It's also sad. Okay, this story made me smile. There's rumors you're going to hear them all day that Jennifer Aniston, our favorite is engaged. She's not. Now, let me explain why these rumours have blown up. At the SAG Awards, she was spotted with a large diamond ring on that certain finger. Now, insiders are telling me that she's not dating. She's actually been single now. She's not been linked to anybody for about five years. Obviously, she was married to Brad Pitt, Justin Theroux, so cute, both of them, but not being linked to anybody for five years. She's very much single. And my insiders tell me she knows that if she wears a diamond ring on that finger on a red carpet, everyone's going to be gossiping. She's been in the business a very long time. She knows how the gossip business works. She doesn't care. She liked the ring, she liked the dress, she popped it on, doesn't care about the rest, and that makes me really happy. Okay, quickly before we get a break, we have some Oscar news, Misty. Who's performing?
1: Okay, ladies, get ready, (laughs) because I'm Just Ken is coming, and it's going to be Ryan Gosling. So he's going to perform the Barbie-nominated song. And the news of Gosling's performance, it's been rumored for weeks, uh, but it comes at a critical time Mm -hmm. as the Academy is in its final days of voting. Mm -hmm. So smart. With Gosling being nominated, mm-hmm. uh, this could kind of put I'm Just Ken over the top. <gasps> mm-hmm. So uh, I love this you song. Know, he, at first, he was kind of, you know, s- expressed uncertainty about performing the song. But I'm Just Ken winning the Critics' Choice Awards kind of put him over the top. Yeah, so we're yeah. going to have to just watch the Oscars. And I think with him there looking all handsome and shiny. can mm, like can uh, like uh, The numbers will be extremely ah. high for the Oscars, so we'll have to wait and see.
0: It's a win-win. This is what really good PR looks like. They did it during the last few days of voting so they can get those last votes. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the song that is the favorite is the Billie Eilish song also from the Barbie movie, so they might mm-hmm. split the vote, but I don't think that's true. I think that this could push him over the edge. And remember, he spent his youth in that Disney club with Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, so he does know how to perform. Some people are like, he's not a singer, he can't do this. He actually can. He has the training from his youth to pull this off and the song isn't that technically difficult and let's be honest, we just want him up there wearing that fur coat and no shirt and looking all Ken-like. Well, I hope they have a thousand dancers behind him, all those Kens. all this Oscars mystique. Count me in. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend, Misty. Hey, Misty. Let's get to the polls. Da, 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 da. <gasps> Last show we talked about Wendy Williams' son saying he's never taken a cent of his mommy's money without her consent. That's the key part there, consent. Clearly, his mom has paid for a lot of stuff, including allegedly $100,000 on Uber Eats. She's paid his rent, Ooh. but he's saying... All of that was with her consent. Mommy wanted to pay. Do you believe him? Let's have a look. Ooh, interesting. 70% said yes. You do believe Ooh. him. Wendy wanted to pay I know my mom and dad are the same they don't have Wendy Williams money but if they did they would probably be paying my rent I think maybe I don't know I probably want to pay my own but it is interesting here you do believe the sun and if you watch the documentary the sun actually came across pretty well there were some people in that documentary Mister. oof mm-hmm. they did not come up, that publicist and the manager oh they didn't come across well but I think the sun and her sister actually came across the best what do you think about it
1: uh, it's so funny. I just think about every time I get my Uber Eats, uh, it's always linked to my mom's credit card. And she calls me and she's like, did you buy this food? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you, get you to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, she'll it. definitely <laughs> let me know. I mean, him trying to take his mom down to Florida and and trying to improve her life. I think it, it did bode well for him and we know that some of the people uh, like her manager mm. and her publicist were trying mm. to get that injunction because maybe they understood that they weren't going to come across the right way mm-hmm. and again those are people who could have said you know what get out let's not have this today and yeah. uh, but they did it and no I'm sure everything her. comes down to money You know,
0: no one's protecting her I think Wendy wanted me To be a better friend than I could to her. I just didn't have the bandwidth. It's a full-time job. I loved talking to Wendy once a week, twice a week. Sometimes we spoke three or four times a day. I couldn't run over to her apartment six times a day. I couldn't. And I also, too, I I refused to take liquor. So she wanted me to go over and drop off bottles of booze. And once I said no to that, she moved on to somebody who who would say, yes, I guess. And so it breaks my heart. And uh, I wish I could have done more. And I, I, I wish this guardian now started to guard her. Okay, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is not a awesome. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now, I love this—a a very cheeky nicest of the day. Aww. Mm.
1: well, it's very cheeky. Our <laughs> nicest of the day is Martha Stewart, because she's got a very unusual approach to underwear under her clothes. <laughs> she only wears swimsuits underneath. She says they're comfortable and versatile. She told Page Six, bathing suits are my underwear. I don't wear any of that structured stuff. No tighten <laughs> lace, no skims for Martha, but I love skims. I think they serve a very good purpose, but I don't do that. All I wear is airy bathing suits underneath my <laughs> clothes. I have never heard of this, but I, if it's coming from Martha Stewart. I'm going to area and get me some some bathing suit bottoms, and I'm giving it a try. <laughs> Give it a try.
0: I love this story. Let's do it. I she's the day. I've never heard of that before. I she's the day naughty, naughty, naughty. It's Andy Cohen. Brandy Glansville is not letting this go, and she actually makes a really good point here. She's calling out Andy's public apology, saying. He never called her to say sorry. So is giving a public apology an apology? Brandy doesn't Ooh. think so. So Brandy has criticised Andy's statement apologising for her sexual harassment allegations, saying that she did not receive a personal apology from anybody. From Andy, nobody at Bravo. They all have her email. They all have a phone number. Let's be honest. If I can phone and email Brandy Glansville, so can Bravo. So can Andy. Mm. They've got her number. She also emphasised, and this is a part that I thought was fascinating, that Andy's apology was actually directed at his fans, not at her. He never said sorry to Brandy. He seemed to be saying sorry to the fans. But he didn't actually say sorry to Brandy. A couple of things here. If you're sorry, say it to the person. Say it to the person. Don't say it generally. Make it specific. And another thing is do it in person. Pick up a phone if you can't be in person. Doing an apology on Facebook, on social media, on Twitter. Not acceptable. You've got her number. She is not going away. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You've got a Rob, you've got a Rob, you got a Rob. You gotta Rob. Show up as you are every single day. Not who you think people want you to be. Be you not a representative of yourself. I used to get up in the morning and I used to put on my clothes as if it was a uniform. I used to put on my character. And that character was, who do you want me to be? Who do you want me to be today? Do you want me to be the good son, the good husband, the good co-worker, the quiet guy that doesn't ask too many questions, the person that's not a troublemaker? And then I realized the only chance I have of being happy is when I show up as myself rather than who I think you want me to be. Do it today, everybody. Take those masks off and be you. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Miss Show, a production of Radio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, all together now, if you're going, going, to, going be to be naughty, naughty. you got to be. Nice. 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 Take care, everybody. Pip peer. peer.
1: <gasps> It's naughty but nice with Rob